and welcome to good morning welcome to plant experts live in prairie gardens i'm tamara mcdaniel and we are here at the store at 3000 west springfield in champaign corner of springfield and duncan so come on out and join us if you can uh, you can also join us by phone at 217-356-9397. That's uh, 356-WDWS. You can also text us at 217-351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by. We have Marianne Metz. Good morning, here. Tamara. Hey, good morning, Marianne. And then John, John Weisgarber, Steve Brown will They're be here momentarily. just not here yet. <laughs> Tardy. Huh. <laughs> well... <laughs> They just get tied up with other things in the store. Oh, stuff. I appreciate that. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I get here a little bit early this morning, and I had a few minutes to go through the boutique. Oh. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, no. Right. Oh, my gosh. What a, I, I, I just did a whole bunch of Christmas shopping just walking through. I understand that. Seriously. Good. A whole bunch of things I can get for people in my family and my life. That's great. That is great. Makes it easy. Well, ish. It gets then I say, oh gosh, I like that. Well, yeah, I could I could like use that. And then well, and then I I could pair the bracelet with this necklace. Yeah. And, oh wait, this pashmina <laughs> scarf. It, it goes on and on and on. Yeah, and I could give them a set. <laughs> it's it's almost like being in the garden center when, when we have all the plants in. Oh yeah. And you you pick up a plant and you think, oh that'd look really nice with. Oh, but you know what else would look really good with that? <laughs> oh, and then there's a tree I better get. I, it, it goes on and on and on. Oh, my gosh. The, know, the right? late Mr. Weisgarver. Look at what he brought here. Give him a minute Ooh. to sit down. Look at this basket full of really cool blooming oh. stuff. Talk about plants. I, I need to take some photos. Does anything, does anything like catch your eye? Good morning, Mr. Weisgarver. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, as my niece says, better late than ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Get right to the point, honey. So, so, so. You're definitely not that. Okay. <laughs> It took me a little longer to get ready for the show. I like your niece. <laughs> yeah. Let's get on it. That is great. Yeah, we have a lot of Christmas plants in. Yeah. Well, it's so well, funny because I was trying to work up a new promo, uh-huh. you know, because we're done with fall. We're getting into winter. And I was trying to think of all the Christmassy plants, and there are a lot more than I had realized. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good time to be able to try different things other than just a poinsettia. Yeah, that's a great point. You, you need something that just brings a little bit of, of not a, a little bit, a lot of smiles to your face and just color. Yes. The cyclamen. Cyclamen, yes. Oh, oh my that is. gosh. They're so pretty. I mean, lovely pink blooms, but then even the striations in the leaf, uh, leaves are beautiful. Aren't they? Striking. Really nice. Yes. It's kind of uh, a little bit like a heart shape and beautiful variegation. Two tones of green and then there's almost a little bit of, of uh, undertone on the bottom of yeah, a I was color. about to say yeah. that. There's a slightly different green on the bottom. Yeah. So, yeah, kind there's silvery. probably half a dozen pink flowers on Ooh, top. Yeah. But then there must be a dozen or so buds coming on. Oh, so it's going to continue to bloom for a long time. What great houseplants. Yes, absolutely. With the, It just bring lots of color. And it's called what again? Cyclamen. Cyclamen. And how many colors do we have? Four? I think three or four. Yeah. Ish? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just pink. <laughs> okay. But why does why can't you use pink for Christmas? Absolutely you can. Like some the uh poinsettias are not always red. Yeah. 
That's we have some beautiful colors of points. You do indeed. Yeah. Like this one. Yeah. Oh look, another That's better a late than yeah. There's oh that color. here's another here's another better late than I, <laughs> she just wants to give everybody our time. <laughs> Hello, were Mr. you by Steve yourself Brown. this morning or what? I was. I was scared. She <laughs> was. I doubt that. Because I could never find words. I doubt that. <laughs> I just was out there smelling those beautiful trees and fresh greens and oh my goodness! Doesn't it? Oh, that just smells so good. <laughs> It's, it's the best. It, it is, is. The best. And totally the best. Whenever you ask people, okay, so would you prefer artificial or live? You always hear live because <laughs> the smell. There's a place for both. Yes, and, there and is. That doesn't there mean is, you have yeah. to be all one or all the other. Yeah. Yeah. There's no That's reason that you can't mix them. In fact, you could literally mix them on top of each other, and we've done that here, <laughs> where we've taken an artificial wreath base mm-hmm. and taken fresh boughs and put in it, and the appearance would be. It's that it's all it's really live gorgeous. and fresh. And you can get a texture that you can't get necessarily exactly. with some of the fresh alone. That's so exactly there's right. there's all kinds of ways to do it. Yes, there are. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't you love this lovely selection it's okay. of plants that it's all right. Don brought to yeah. the table? A little lavender, a little rosemary, a little cypress, a little anthurium, and bromeliads, and cyclamens, and poinsettias, and Christmas cactus, and clanches, and Norfolks. But other than that, oh, the lemon frost fern, but... Just a few yes. colorful things for inside the home. <laughs> yeah, just well, a few. We were a little more dramatic about it. <laughs> yeah, a little. Okay. <laughs> so, somebody here got their porch pots done, or some of them, right? Who was that? Or was that? No, that was that was Mr. Woodry. Oh yes, that I know, was. I, I, yes, so, that I was, know somebody was telling me something yesterday, and I kind of glazed it, over it when they were telling me. me and it, <laughs> that's right, Brian got them done Thursday. But I did think about mine. Yeah. 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 Are you gonna? Follow traditional uh, Marianne design, or you got something different that you're going to shake it up with this I year? Have, do I have a traditional design? No, not well, usually. I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> I, mean I don't mean traditional in a traditional design sense. I mean traditional as in consistent with how different. you design. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Poor absolutely. choice of words. Lot, lots of color, lots of texture, a little bit of light. Yep, it's going to be fun. So when you light, do you use solars or do you use plug-in or battery-operated or what do you I, do? I use plug-in. I have, unfortunately, I have outlets across the front of my house. So you probably I have an outlet in your pot, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, but I do have cords. But, but I might in 24 <laughs> hours now that you mentioned it. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. It isn't. Well, you know, that is that is a great point, Steve. If you are ever doing some construction or, or remodeling, you can never oh. have enough outdoor outlets. Boy, that, Let me tell I, you. Yeah. Where would I want it from a landscape design standpoint? That, you know, that's exactly yeah, right. Exactly. Because lighting, and you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a lot. Just, you know, very gentle lighting is, really makes a huge difference. Can you pull that cord a little? Is that I a love, Norfolk pine? I, that's a Norfolk pine. That's a bushy pine. little baby. Boy, that's beautiful. You know, th- those are so, oh, and I, I know Marianne had right to here. give away one or two during her gardening life just yeah, because they got too big yeah. for the space in the home. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting there Are with, you? with mine, uh, and it's not just the height. The height is starting to be yeah going to be an issue in another year. But it's the uh, girth. They they grow in two ways, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> up and out. So these guys take up some floor space. They can. Yeah. They, they really do. And you know, this one's I don't know, arguably maybe forty two to forty eight inches across oh, yeah. in diameter. 
And um, how tall is that? Uh, eight and a half. Yeah. Maybe. So you're getting close, aren't you? Yeah. Well, and it's, <laughs> this and, is for and, the Norfolk Island pine. Yeah, and okay. I mean, obviously, it'll go. The sky's the limit in terms of if it has the right growing conditions. There's literally no limit on height, and then unfortunately, then there's probably no limit on width. Wow. Too. That doesn't mean you couldn't enjoy it for ten or twenty years inside the home, but at some point in time, if it has the right growing conditions, it might be a decision. Yes, it is. <laughs> but is that something? that you talked about a couple weeks ago where perhaps you could just not put it in a larger pot and try to keep it contained so it wouldn't grow as... Well, I don't think shrink wrap's the appropriate choice. Well, <laughs> or maybe it is. You said along the lines of bonsai. Yeah, it is. Containing the, the root growth is... It kind of slows it down. It's not like actual bonsai where it's really a trauma to the plant. Uh, well, and to some extent, not it. repotting it does the same thing yeah. at, at some point in time, it just too. just slows it down a little. But, um, yeah, it's got to, then you have to be able to pick it up if you're going to pull it out and trim the roots. You have to be able to handle it, too. Okay. And yeah. it's not like it's a tree where you can just handle the trunk. You're embracing this pine branch, so you're you're enveloped by the pine as you're trying to lift it out and handle it, but... But again, this one that Marianne has here. You're right. There is no main trunk. No, there's several. There's in several the plants in that. And the industry kind of does that because they can produce a crop faster. So it's cheaper and faster for them to put uh, three to five cuttings or plugs in a pot and get a finished-looking product than it would be to go for just one. Okay. And that arguably has more street appeal, if you will, as opposed to just a singular one that might be wispy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, that would be the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, wouldn't it? Yep. That's okay. what it would look like. <laughs> After it had been on the lot for a month and a half. But it, yeah. but it does no look water. nice. They do look nice, do. a single stem, especially as they mature and get older. But, you know, when they're this size, that little tiny matchstick. That's just such well, a nice, like, desktop or tabletop yeah, size. Yeah, it is. I think we have to it's live perfect. in the moment, and it's exciting, and it's really pretty. So there you go. Let's buy it. Live well, in the moment. Well, it, yeah. It's remarkably flexible with light level. I mean, it it would prefer bright indirect light. Yeah. But, well, in in nature, it's growing out in the sun. I mean, it could be an understory tree on a younger one, but it's if it's a large mature tree, it's just out. Just out there. Yeah, it's just out there in the full sun. But inside the home, I've seen them do well in a north window. Maybe not grow as quickly, but they they exist and survive and certainly seem to be happy. Um, it's a plant for all places. Yeah, it really is. Almost. So when you water, like, of all the stuff that you've got here, you've got a wide variety of watering requirements. Um, yep. The poinsettia of the group of plants that you've chosen, the poinsettia would argue, arguably probably need the most of what's... That is a cyclone. And, and that little fern, the frosty fern. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which one is the frosted fern? Oh, that is frosted. Does that not look the frosted? The little tips look, yes, are like bright yellow white. Like it's very it's light actually, yellow white. It's actually not a fern. It's a selaginella, which is a ground cover. But man, I'm glad you pronounced it because I always botch it. <laughs> selaginella. Yeah. Yeah, what, what she said. I like it. Come on, guys. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a neat ground cover, and there are varieties that are, are hardy here. I've, uh, this one might be, but I doubt it. Uh, but, man, does it make a great little 
desk plant like you were talking oh, about. Boy, it's because gorgeous. it's got that really rich emerald green coloration and the tips are kind of a creamy white. Yes. Just looks frosted, and doesn't the it? The texture just looks Ooh, yeah, like you it just would be wanna, so soft. Just wanna, you do yeah. wanna <laughs> just wanna touch it. <laughs> yep. See what I would do. I would take a container and I would put these together and maybe yeah. a third one. But keep them in their individual pots so that you could handle their individual water requirements. Oh. But it still looks like a, a cute little uh, uh, grouping. vignette or, or grouping, you know. I like vignette. That's yeah. nice. That's French. That's so, <laughs> <laughs> <Sounds Spell classier. laughs> I do need to you spell got, it. You guys are all classy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try. So John just said on the table a uh, rosemary um, topiary. It's it's mm, uh, smell oh. it. pruned into a. I know it, it, it just so smells. It smells like cooking. Ooh, ouch! It's um, that's a great countertop a kitchen. Yeah. Arrangement. Uh, you yes, know what? You is. could just take that pot and put a, a candle ring around the bottom of it and yeah. have a nice That'd little. That'd be weird. Oh, stop! <laughs> Isn't that poinsettia? He's such a boy, isn't he? Gosh. <laughs> I love that poinsettia. Now, honestly, John, yeah, this is a beautiful grouping. You know, and I remember uh, several years ago, you you asked them, what, you remember the rule of threes? And I remember that I gave the answer uh, lights, then trim and ribbon, and then the <laughs> ornaments. And y'all You laughed, remember your answer? And you said, I'm well, impressed. That, that must have really did. hurt. Seriously. <laughs> it did. I can't remember what the right answer was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and y'all were in- impressed. <laughs> you said, yes, that works. However, however, it wasn't the right answer. We weren't answer. that nice about it, no, were we? Seriously, Probably not. Yes. No. <laughs> John, tell us about that rule well, of three of when, it comes, when it comes to decorating the rule Christmas three, trees. We were talking about Christmas tree decorating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's why I said, okay, lights first, camera in action, and then no. the and <laughs> no. then the ribbons, and then the ornaments. Almost, so it's 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 easier. It's not, it's not that <laughs> easier. Do tell. So, you're just gonna think about. There's one concept for your tree. Okay. Okay. There's at least two colors, and three different shapes and textures. In the ornaments? Uh, yeah. Or in whatever, Whatever I you're going to put on the tree. Or, yeah, whatever. Whatever you're going to put on there. Okay. Like, see, just look at that, the tree that has the black and white ornaments. I love that tree. Mm-hmm. See, look at all the different textures on that. Okay. So you don't want to put like all just one. You just don't want to put round balls all over the tree or little tiny things. So, right. so say it again, Very John. What's the one, two, and the three again? I'm sorry. I was it's, it now. It's a, <laughs> it was asleep. <laughs> it's one concept or one theme. One theme, two, two at, at, at least two, two colors. colors. You can use more than, more than two. Well, or I'm thinking, should you keep it contained, like not go all out, like two rainbow, colors or do two rainbow colors. Tree. Pay attention. Two colors, <laughs> or more, or more. But you got to have a plan, and that ties into your theme. Okay. You can't just go. And, well, unless it's like your theme. Yeah. Then, then, it's, then that's <laughs> fair game. If right? it's just over the top, then. You know, go for go it. Go for it. Okay. But John's definition of over the top is a lot different than somebody else's definition. I'm going to do multicolor lights instead of white. That would just be, for him, that would just be. No, we were way jo- over we were the joking top. with him when he was decorating <laughs> one of the garlands that would not have been his first choice of color themes. That's got a lot of jewel tones. 
true. But <laughs> I'm the same way. But he did a tremendous job with it. No yes, surprise. It's really beautiful. It really is. No yeah. surprise. So anyway, back to your Mister One Theme. One two theme, colors or two more. Two colors or more. And three different shapes and textures. Shapes and textures. Components. Yeah. Okay. So something that's spiky, maybe something that's round, maybe something that's flat or different. Oh, okay. So just different shapes. And there's there's a lot of similarity to that as there is in container design with annuals. You know, when you have your yep. thriller and your spiller and your filler kind of thing yep. going on because you're you're looking for the same design elements to complement each other. Yep. Really, and it's it's like other elements of design where you might have a ratio of one third to two thirds. So you might have something that's filling up a given space that might be blank and filled in or tall and low or whatever. But there's just certain things that are pleasing to the eye. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. Design is, is amazingly consistent throughout different venues, whether it's landscape or interior or Christmas trees, clothes. Almost yeah. always design has the same kind of elements. In yeah. It. It's all, it all has the same. Math is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Math is behind everything. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately it is, but I don't. I, I choose not to agree with that. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just simple, like form, balance, and texture. You know, that's different terminologies to use the same concept. Yep. Okay. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. That's what you're listening to. <clears throat> Pardon me. And if you want to join us uh, by phone, Please do so, 217-356-9397 or text 351-5357. Hey, back to the uh, porch decorating, because, again, this will be a perfect weekend to get it done where it's moderate temperatures and you can start to enjoy it right away. Um, We've got a variety of boughs and evergreens out there, uh, mainly in two-pound bunches. Some will vary a little bit, but we sell the most of a Port Orford cedar, which is very lacy. It's more of a flat. Uh, completely different texture than yes, any pine. Uh, and probably my favorite of the greens out there. But we've got a shore pine, which is a more bristly, upright pine. Yep, more rigid. Yep. More rigid, which if you have some snow or some rain or whatever, holds its shape very, very well. Very well. And then some white pine, which is just an incredible filler out there. Soft. And then you've got variegated boxwoods, different junipers, um, I can't even remember. You got eucalyptus out there, holly, I think. Yeah. There's there's a long needled pine that just blows me away. One. I love that. And I especially love the the red dogwood, the red twig. Red twig dogwood. So you have yeah. bunches of those stems yeah. oh, out there yeah. and available, and birch, and birch, and different berries, and yep. um, we have some really cool ones. I know that I'm excited about them this year, and Marianne is, I think, about the painted red ones. Oh, it's just well, so of red. Of course. They're just, they're just we were talking, really we were talking about spray paint before you guys decided to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it's like you can change. You, you just, you prune your trees, keep the branches, you can spray paint them any color you want, and you can change it. Mm. But that red is so Christmas red. I it's wish just I could, ridiculous. I wish I knew somebody that had a Sangu Kaku maple coral bark maple oh, that I could in the middle of the night go prune and add those branches I, into I my porch box. security systems all throughout <laughs> my yard. <laughs> <laughs> For that very reason. I, you know. <laughs> but those would be beautiful stems in a container. If you were going to prune a branch anyway. Yeah. No. I mean, you wouldn't not, just go prune yeah. a, a Jap maple just to do that. But Yeah. yeah. It's big enough and old enough, but mine aren't, so yeah. it's not going to happen. 
the yellow dogwood is really great, too. Oh, gosh. I love that one. I was talking to somebody about a, a trade show I'd been to uh, many years ago, but this one company who provides cuts like that, like the dogwoods and stuff, had had a um, an 8 by 10 foot backdrop that was covered with uh, dogwood stems, you know, like just right next to each other and upright like little matchsticks all in a row. It started with a dark red, then went to a medium red, then to a lighter red, then mm. to an orange, then to a yellow. It looked like a flame, a wow. wall of flame. It was beautiful. Wow. It was just gorgeous. And you're using so much birch out there, too, again this yeah. year. The birch is, it's been really popular for, what, three or four years now? Yep. Oh, yeah. And it's not slowing down. No. White birch? Yeah. And why, why is that? Why, I mean, what about... Is it just the contrasting color, or what's the... Well, and it, it also gives you that, that focal point or your thriller. You get that extra texture against the, the, the evergreen. It's a fabulous texture. And then the ones that are, are kind of flecked with white just give that... You, you need that white in the contrast with the green sometimes. It's just perfect. Yeah. And just so. think if you had in your uh, landscape already some of the gold mop camisiparous, oh. how that... Screamy, chartreuse yellow oh, gosh, with contrast off of. But you know what? If you don't, you could just buy one of those little one-gallon evergreens that we got in earlier. Yep. There's a there's one there's an art variety called uh, Forever Goldie, that is just screaming yellow, oh. and plant that in your porch pot. Whether you have it in the pot, the the grow pot or not, the one-gallon grow pot, you know, set that in there. And then do your greens, other greens around it, and some berries around it. Wow. Yeah, that's what I, I like, that cool we beans. have all those little little uh, live evergreens that yeah. we can put into the pots. It adds so much different dimension to the pots. And then, in the spring, you can plant it in the yard. Nice. Yep. You can, because uh, when you're putting those small containers into a larger one, you have a... a, a Big enough soil mass around it to protect it over the winter. Okay. That's, you know, when it's up out of the ground, you want to make sure that there's a lot of protection around those roots to keep from freezing. Okay. That's typically the sensitive part on those kinds of plants is the root system. So, like John said, enough insulation around them, the soil mass helps tremendously. Good deal. Anyway. All right. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven. In fact, let's go to the phone lines now and talk to Jeff. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Or not? Give him just a minute here. <laughs> Technology. Go ahead, Jeff. There we go. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Hey, morning. If I can get a shovel, if I can get a shovel in the ground this morning, is it too late to plant tulip bulbs? Not at all. Oh no, get go for done. it. Yeah. Ah. Okay, Jeff, I've done okay. them in January before. Actually, that's a lie. I've done them as late as February. Oh, nice. with great results. But, but yeah, so yeah, get them in there. Absolutely. Any any tips if Jeff is able to get that shovel in the ground, get those tulips planted? Would you mulch them? Would you water yeah. them afterwards? What would you do, guys? Just do a little moisture. Make yep. sure there's moisture in the ground. Yeah. And make sure they're deep. Oh, okay. Yeah, deep. Is that's, that's a big issue? At least eight inches. So you you probably have that's just a small deep. crust on top. Well, eight's probably enough, don't you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's I mean, if you get them a foot or something like that, I think you might be too deep. Overkill. But that's eight uh, from the top of the bulb. 
right? Yeah, so if it's yeah. like, you know, maybe, what, inch and a half oh. bulk, you want to go down a little well, bit more. It, yeah, it's going to be close enough if you're, yeah. if you're going down okay. eight. If you were going six, we'd be a little bit more right. scientific okay. about it. Okay. Yeah, get her done. Have fun. Yeah. I think the, the, the key is just to say, do I want it, what do I want it to look like? Am I going to, like, some people just take them and throw them on the ground and then say, okay, where they land is where they're going to go, and then I'm going to dig them in and oh. dig up a, uh-huh. a, a, a large hole and then plant them in there and just fill it all in. Some people go the individual hole method, uh, however you want to. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I think we're going to do group, groups of them, yeah. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. What colors are you group, going yeah. with? Great. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Bye. Thanks, Jeff. All right, take care. Three five six nine three nine seven the phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for Plant Experts Live. If Jeff did have an opportunity when he's digging the hole to go ahead and add compost to the soil again, I think oh, yeah, with right. anything you'd want it to be well drained as well as possible. Yep. So you might dig Absolutely. it a little bit deeper than that, eight inches, and then backfill with some of the soil and uh, compost mix, and then plant them, and then compost is always good. Yeah. Absolutely. Always. Always you know in that. good taste, right? Yes, <laughs> it is. Well, ish. And and if you have a lot of squirrels, which I've been really impressed that when I planted my bulbs earlier, that I camouflaged the area enough that they haven't been digging around. I, I had envisions of Cat, Mr. Caddyshack out there. Thank you. That's going to be in my mind all camouflaging day. <laughs> so the squirrels can't doesn't know what he did. <laughs> Well, you good. worse than the, those guys out there digging up your bulbs. So uh, planting a little bit deeper helps. Deeper, yes. uh, putting chicken wire, chicken wire uh, just the below the surface of the soil. Yeah. So oh, when they start okay. to dig down and scratch through, they go, what the heck? Yeah, what's that? Why are you doing this? I'm going to go somewhere else and cause some mischief. And so they will. I, yeah. Yeah. And it's a little bit easier to do that than try to use the repellents and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Going so, back to this. And I know that there's lots of controversy about this product, um, the Melorganite fertilizer. Why is there controversy? Well, there's not really controversy, not is really, there? But some people. I don't mean, it's like just it. human waste. Why it's, would you want to have some people don't like metallic it. human waste? I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's pretty what? cut, cut huh? and dry. <laughs> cut and dry to me. <laughs> cut and dry. So uh, that was one of my mechanisms uh, against the. Squirrels. It worked? It does. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, I want to get back to these plants that you brought to the table. Thank you. Yeah, let's see. The the creamy one toward the back, is that a bromeliad? Girlfriend. Wow. Really? Wow. I got it right. She got it right. You know why? Because it looks like a Star Trek plant. Well, <laughs> Star it, Trek plant. And it's but, in a cool you know, pot, But too. because of the creamy color. Isn't that gorgeous? It, uh, it doesn't look like Star Trek so much. It's kind of like a, I don't know. Well, especially this time of year, if you're if you're not wanting to go the red route or orange route or whatever. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of times you don't see creams. that color very often. In a bromeliad, I don't remember having a white one be yeah. here before. Yeah. Okay. No, those, those are, are always really so cool. intense. And this is In color, really, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. beautiful. Reds I, and the way she said that, I have a feeling there's not going to be a white one after the show's over either. I have walked by <laughs> these for several days now, and I'm thinking, i got to have one of those. Yeah. Now I know I have to have one. So really about the only blooming plant that you didn't bring up here, besides other types of poinsettias, would be orchids, right? Right. Well, we, orchids and African I'm, violets. Okay. Yeah. 
Boy, I saw an African violet that a customer had yesterday that was a six-inch pot, larger one. had three different um, yeah. flower colors in it. Yes. So three different plants, obviously, planted together. Yeah. Appearing as one. And some really nice colors. Oh. Just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What combinations do they have? What color combinations? Oh, pinks and purples. There's a white with a, uh, the petals have uh, purple edges on it. Oh. Uh, there's purple that have white blotches in it. So it, combinations of, of those three colorations. It's really beautiful. Neat. And those oh. are African violets? Yeah. Okay. And it's just kind of timeless. You know, it's a beautiful oh, blooming plant. And that is quite honestly one of the reasons how I got so interested in, in horticulture was my grandma's African violets. Yeah, cool. All our grandmas yeah. had African violets. Oh my didn't gosh. They? That was I before was the age of plant lights, too. Yeah. <laughs> Did she have them in her laundry room? Uh, actually, she had them in her bedroom on the dresser by the window. Because that was the right window. Yeah, it was the right window. Yeah. And because they need what? Low light? Just, just filtered light. Filtered light, high humidity, so. Obviously, she probably didn't have a pebble tray, but she had a green thumb. Yeah. She had a nice saucer under there. Yeah. Beautiful. Very cool. This on your dad's side or your mom's side? My mom's side. Okay. Yeah. They were both. You learned a lot from that lady, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Wow. My grandma had a vegetable garden and feral cats under her house. (laughs) (laughs) She was a real farmstead. All right, then. (laughs) You got it. She actually said that you never have to grow up. Oh, and that's so cool. Mm-hmm. What a great grandma! Yeah, you can be a kid and enjoy life. And, and that's yeah, and knowing her and what she taught you and how much you enjoyed her company over the years, she meant that from the standpoint of you could always have fun. I mean, not be a kid in terms of irresponsible, but just be like, enjoy life. Why not? Yeah. And And, and that that pure goodness that a child has, too. And you know how she got that attitude? Tell me. Her African violets. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Maybe her parents. Or her grandparents. Just trying to bring it full circle. (laughs) Okay. There's a pretty little lavender shaped into a cone. Just rub the leaves. Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. Oh. That's lavender. Oh, and, the and smell. both lavender and rosemary um, can do pretty well inside the home. You know, we really? often will bring them in, enjoy them outside, but then bring them in over the winter and and get through the winter, typically in great shape, and then put yeah, them back outside. Good shape, yeah. Plus, they'll tolerate cooler weather conditions. Um, so, yes. you know, you can leave them out until it's twenties. Uh, without a you know problem on the, especially the lavender a little bit tougher than the rosemary in terms of nighttime temperatures but uh, rosemary will stay out till 25 or 30 degrees easily and then come inside and I, to- I told you about my Christmas cactus right oh yeah okay it's looking that good I le- right now that I left out until uh, a couple weeks before Thanksgiving uh, well, outside that's tropical, right? Well, pretty much. But she has it somewhat protected and it's, sheltered. It's very protected. And 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 see that that Christmas cactus right on the bottom shelf there, yeah, the cart that has like a gazillion buds on it. Oh my goodness! Yes, it does. Mine have that many on it. Too. <gasps> Still? Yeah. Oh, good. They 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 liked the cold. Really? Yeah. I would not have guessed that. Well, it's the temperature. And the uh, light levels and the light that levels, that yeah. trigger bud initiation. Yeah. So, 
I, oh. I accidentally did it right again. <laughs> and they aren't a real cactus, is that right? It's a succulent. Okay. Hmm. Steve Brown's favorite plant. What is that? Rightfully so. It's Anthurium. Just fantastic. And With a big old chocolate leaf on it. Isn't that gorgeous? Oh, gosh, yes. It does about look like chocolate, doesn't it? And only the, only the more mature ones, and then the younger leaves are just like a beautiful... Actually, I think that's like just green. the opposite. That's a new leaf. It's that coloration. This is? Oh, it was larger, so I was guessing it was... Marianne has a lot of experience, and so she's able to go with the uh, shine as her indicator. Yeah. The newer leaves are, are more glossy because... Just because, because they're brand new. Like a kid, they're just like sparkling. Oh, okay. But they, Steve, tell us your story. How long have, has your anthurium had space on it? Well, as long as I've had it. So one of them for okay, seven, more than two weeks, right? seven years or so <laughs> without flowers. I mean, and we're not just talking about a flower. You're talking about five to 15 flowers at any given point in time on a plant. And then we... Uh, picked up another one last year that's similar to this with has the chocolate leaves uh, and it's same story doesn't miss a beat absolutely incredible that's great and and you keep it inside all the time oh yeah well one of them stays inside all the time one made it to a porch uh, this summer but not just because not what, for a real reason what kind of exposure do you have it in your house oh uh, in the when it's inside it's um off to the side of a west window, so bright indirect light okay. in the afternoon, so not all day. And uh, sometimes it might be across the room and even less light. Um, if it's the one was outside, would get some direct morning sun maybe for an hour, and then it would be filtered bright indirect light the rest of the day. So really flexible, uh, flexible on the watering. Uh, they don't want to dry out bone dry, bone dry, but they tolerate that pretty darn well. And again, you, whether it's a Deeper red one like this, a little bit lighter red, whether it's pink, whether it's white. Um, just a wide variety of flower colors. John, did we get any white anthurium? Not at this time. We didn't. But they're really beautiful. Yep, the white ones are, but this red is just stunning. It's great. Absolutely well, and again, that, that one is particularly sharp because of the deeper burgundy colored leaves that are mixed in with the green leaves. I think I might have to have one of those also. I think you... Will. Yeah, I think I, I yeah, need, I I think need you that. need to scratch that itch. Yeah. It's kind of like a pomegranate color. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I'll have to go Google that. I could see, uh, I could see you uh, putting a bowl of pomegranates right beside that, and it would be really cool. In the bathroom? Well. Okay, no. <laughs> sure, run with it. Hey, listen, Why not? <laughs> I've heard of something called a star of Bethlehem, but I don't know what that is. And rather than Google it, I just thought I'd ask y'all. Is it, is it, it, what is the star of Bethlehem? Aside from the actual star of Bethlehem. I was going to say, I think, it's, I think it's like a planet or a asteroid or something. But. <laughs> Thank you, Marianne. No, is, there's a plant, right? Well, it's a, again, it's, well, it's another common name. I've heard, I've heard it applied to a couple of different I'm, I'm thinking outdoor plants. I, yeah, I think like so, a, too. A white flowering bulb. Yeah. Um. That's that's where I, that's where is. I would go. Yeah. Okay. But where did you hear it, Tamara? Uh, I was looking up Christmas-related 
plants. She <laughs> Googled it. I got it. Yeah, I Googled we'll that. Just do a I just didn't Google what it was. <laughs> so this, I think this is the last plant we haven't talked about that I just set up here for you that John brought up. Yeah. That's a, a lemon cypress, a camisipris. Not a hardy one. And not hardy no. outdoors in the winter. We're not here for sure. Not he- well, yeah, that's right. Not here. In our zone. That's yeah. right. California would be, most parts of California would yeah. be okay. Or Florida. But it's just an incredible texture. And, and a bright, happy lemony. color. And a fragrance. And again, that can last for years and years inside the home, yes, too. Very rewarding plant. But the thing about that is it cannot dry out. So it's, it's like most evergreens. You let them dry out. They're not happy. But a couple months later, they'll let you know it. Mm. Not immediately, but later. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But it is beautiful. And what a, what a gorgeous contrast. To, don't, I love it with this fern. Yeah, it's great. Yes. I, it's really I like great. it with that poinsettia. Yeah, which we haven't talked about. I love that two-tone poinsettia. So all the sizes are available on the points. Yes. Uh, if you want one of the larger ones, uh, probably get in here. Sooner than later. Today. Uh, yeah. Um, of the largest ones because we've got a number that are held uh, for orders that are hiding it back in the greenhouses. Yeah. So, uh, but medium sizes, uh, you know, I'll say that 22 inches and smaller uh, down to little guys that are six inches and across or seven inches across. Yep. Uh, huge selection. Just about every color you could possibly want. Really pretty. Some whites that are pure white. Some whites are kind of a nice creamy white. Creamy white, yeah. Uh, the ice guys here, uh, the Sonora white glitters of the world, jingle bells, pinks, marbles, you name it. We got it. And, of course, plenty of red. The traditional red, mm-hmm. which is the really nice. It's so nice. <laughs> and I like the bicolor. We have red and white planted together. To me, those are probably the most striking, at least certainly from... 10 feet or 15 feet across the room yeah. kind of way. Yeah. Yep. Those are the ones that turn my head the most. Yep. I can see that. Yeah. Wouldn't they look great with that black and white tree? I'm so captured with this black and white tree. <laughs> black tie. That's yeah, the name black of the tie. Theme. You would, uh, we need to change seats sometime. So I can. My, yeah. my view is the backside of Bert, the bear hanging in the, <laughs> the trampoline. And bear. You get a look at this, <laughs> the black tie tree. Yes, I have a great view. I think I get to see some really nice merchandising. This is great. John and I were going to I, say thank you. Yeah. I, we appreciate the compliment. About, I'll talk to you about it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's not looking at y'all. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm really done that I'm looking today. past you guys, oh, okay. way past you guys. <laughs> Eyes up here. So fresh Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, perfect weather conditions to get it. And if you're not ready to put it inside the home, Buy it while the weather is nice, fresh cut, put it in a bucket of water, either in the garage or on the side of the house in the shade, um, and then another fresh cut when you're ready to bring it inside the home. Yep. That's that's my plan. Yep. yep. You know, we have Frasers that are just fabulous. They are. Really supple. But the balsams that came in are so incredible this year, I can hardly believe it. Yeah. Just beautiful. The best I can remember. Honestly. They, they are yeah. really nice and full. Full. And Fluffy. Supple again. Yes, yep. lots of moisture in them. Yeah. And they're eight feet tall and they're 49 bucks and they're incredible. Yeah, that's right. Just to blow away. That's right. <laughs> it's kind of a toss up uh, with the fragrance on both. You know, I, yeah, I can't say that one's more fragrant than I can other. either. But. I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you may not be right. That's right. I just said I can do that. 
didn't say I could be right. And then you got uh, smaller freezers and stands. So if you want a small tree that's uh, three feet, three and a half feet, it's already in a stand and ready to go, you yep. can do that. Um, we've got Alberta spruce in three-gallon pots that are 25 bucks on sale that are Dynamite. running out of here. Um, yeah, spruce tips if you want to cut tip, which is what I like to do to put those in the porch pots. Yep. And uh, just you know, about what, everything in between. What we have a lot of this year are potted trees, evergreens. Yes. Uh, there's some lovely Norways and, and um, white pines mm-hmm. and just make that great. Um, outdoor Christmas tree mm-hmm. that you bring in for a day or two, not any longer than that. Uh, get your have it have it ready to plant outdoors. You know, get that space ready. As Steve always recommends, dig the hole, put the soil somewhere it's not going to freeze. Put a tarp over the area. When you're done with it for Christmas, take it outside and plant it. I always forget about that. That, that is great. I just to say to do it. I just don't do it. Just, just dig the hole ahead of time. Do as, he's, he's a, a big believer in do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd plant anything right now. We had the caller earlier about the bulbs. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple of fruit trees I still need to get in the ground. I have five evergreens, anything. Yeah, I would get out there absolutely. and do it and water it in real well, mulch it in real well. And they'd be okay. Absolutely. And they'd be okay. Wow. If it's, and I'd be mindful to water them a couple times over the winter if I needed to, if we hadn't yep. got a lot of precipitation. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, in fact, in my garden right now, I'm having some landscaping done. I'm moving evergreens. Really? They'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. Wow. Just dig a large enough soil mass with it so you get a good chunk of roots. Yep. yep. And, again, you can do it now as opposed to in the spring fretting how you're going to get it done. And, the, the and, I, and you need some help, and your help can't be available to help you. Exactly. It's too wet. And you're going to tromp things down too much, um, yep. not be able to dig the hole. So now it's a perfect time to do some of those projects yep. if you can get them in. Yep, it is. Hope you're moving in more than six inches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From one side of the yard to the other. Good. I'd yep. hate to have you just do that to rotate the plant. I've, I, I haven't done that in a while, just six inches or three inches. Since summer? Two feet, but... <laughs> And you know what? Sometimes two feet makes a lot of difference. It does. Oh, well, yes. it does. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I'm checking out uh, your sale ads, and boy, you have some great things going on right now. Ah, Christmas the, sales. So much stuff. Wrist totally listening. Christmas sales going on through Wednesday. We had a new ad that started yesterday. So lots of good deals out there. Artificial Christmas trees, still an incredible selection. By far yeah. the best selection you'll find yeah. anywhere, period. And. Uh, we got uh, Lucas and Tim and some smart tree people back there again today to answer your questions. Best yep. tree guarantee that's um, out there. You're not just thrown to an 800 number. It's, we help you with that pre-lit tree problem if you, if you have one. Um, just, I think that's great. just what Brian did on Wednesday, if you look at some of the tables and the themes, mm-hmm. and they're not new themes, they're the same themes, but as more and more merchandise has rolled in late, they all seem fresh and new because there's more new things here now than there were three weeks ago. Oh, for sure. Even with the strong traffic that we've had. and But just the way he was able to put the tables together. Yeah. Just to blow away. You get so many ideas just right there. Yes. That's right. So we're open till 6, six. today. And we're open tomorrow 10 to 6. All right. And uh, just Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, it's for time. sure. Great. It is. Just the season. Check out uh, all deals at prairiegardens.com. 
You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with our plant experts, Mary Ann Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer today was Ed Bond. We'll have a podcast of the show available later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia, and uh, you'll also find previous shows there as podcasts. Up next, we have Saturday Sports Talk here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening.